welcome Jurassic fans. This is the 92nd episode of Jurassic fans, a rather nerd podcast. I'm Daniel, your host, and once more, I bring you Thomas. How's it going, mate? Hey there, how's it going? I'm, I'm good. How are you? Oh, doing great here, you know, just uh, dying, burning, alive, but everything else is pretty much okay. But, uh, okay, okay, yeah. that's, that's fine to hear. <laughs> I'm much more worried about you because you're much closer to the war. How are things going? Uh, oh, yeah, we have, we have a war in our neighboring country in Ukraine, and it's, uh, it's such a tragedy, you know, uh, watching the news and seeing all the stories. So um, I don't want to get too political, but uh, um, if I just may, uh, those people need our help. Or through donations or, or whatever whatever help that you can you can make online or you know like spread the word about Ukraine that would be that would be nice because it's 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 really something that Europe hasn't seen for since since World War II which is it, it's it's a huge deal but yeah no. I don't wanna, I, I, I don't want to get mean. get too much get too much into it to uh, uh, get the mood down um but yeah but as i said uh previously we're still lucky here in slovakia that uh the, the war has not come this far but we're you know um praying for our ukrainian brothers oh man it's great to hear that and uh, everything's all right so far with you and we hope that well nothing touches your country yeah. <laughs> well, so um, at 4.30 in the morning today, I was watching this episode, Staying Alive, that we're covering today. So I was uh, half dead already because of a uh, sleep. Why so, why so late? Were you, were you still awake or awake already? I, I was still awake. Yeah. Because, because 4.13, 4, 4 that's like the time when you don't know when you know, like you're, <laughs> you're still awake or already awake. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. not that. I, of a, I've had those. I've had those nights too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that of an early bird, you know, more like a night owl. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll get used to it. Uh, and it's also the perfect skill for us to play a BG song in this episode. So that's why I invited you here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's so so thematic because we're staying alive here. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. and also and, like uh, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Come on. Uh, I mean. You know, you were already like the standard guest for Camp Cretaceous. So <laughs> you're always welcome to come and talk about it. Oh, yeah. thank, you for, thank you for having me. It's always a blast. Ah, same here. So um, let us start this already because Beast and Big Edie, they are fighting just like they were in the end of the last episode. Uh, but I love this. Gotta love a Kentrosaurus fighting with a old T-Rex. This is a bit contrived though, right? Because... Why doesn't Beatty just like slash that thing in half? Yeah, it's uh, the whole thing, the whole fight went on for way too long. I mm-hmm. mean, and they were, they were, I think they were dragging the fight throughout two episodes. I, I, I only rewatched episode seven without watching the sixth one, but uh, I know that it was like, as I remember from my initial watching, that it was like a whole episode of just these two going back and forth and i was like come on and in, in the real life t-rex would have already gotten into into peers 
into the Kentrosaurus. Love the Kentrosaurus, by the way, love that they introduced the dinosaur. But the whole fight seemed a little unrealistic, you know, with the drones and everything. But we already discussed it last time that the technology was a little too over the top, I would say. No, that's right. And I mean, there's also the size, right? Because uh, Big Edy seems to be a full-fledged creature with about uh, 40 meters long. And, uh, I guess that's what, what a Tyrannosaurus would measure. But a Kentrosaurus would measure about uh, five meters, five and a half, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. which means it's like less than half the size of a Tyrannosaurus. So, um, just eat it already. No, let's yeah. play Michael Jackson here. Just eat it. But you know the Stegosaurus, they have the spikes that they have they have the phagomizer and everything. So I don't know, it might have been well, problem is that like uh Kentrosaurus, it lived in Tanzania in the Jurassic. It was not ready to combat a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Oh that's man. Also true. So uh we have Darius. He was there then in the uh of secret lab with Cash. And he is lying about surviving on Isla Nubla with his dad. That was so depressing. We all know what happened to that. Uh, yeah, I actually liked how he was able to, you know, like, he was able, the writers were able, but, you know, like when you think <laughs> about the character, like he was able to uh, think quickly on his feet, even though the whole thing seemed a little, um, how would I say it? Like, if I was, cash i would not buy it yeah it, it didn't feel it didn't feel sincere it felt like it, it it i know that it was supposed to feel fake but it felt too fake <laughs> don't know how to explain but you know when you have a character like cash who is basically a caricature of uh, an any of, of, of an animated character <laughs> so, so and of a cartoon basically oh, what can you what can you do no yeah that's for sure right. and you know Darius even went for that older uh, Mexican soap opera trope which is like you don't look at the other character they are talking to you look at the wall and you go yes I survived with my father only the nubler and it worked <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so forced uh, but anyways, so we have a, a kindly moment right after that. Uh, as far as I can remember, you're not really into shipping. So how do you feel about it? I mean, um, I guess I have gotten used to the fact that those two are together and will be together. Uh, this scene on, on the tree when she was about to fall and he caught her, uh, that, that, felt, that felt fine. It, it wasn't like it. It, it wasn't. It, there was. It was one of those few scenes that didn't feel forced. Yeah, right. With, with the two of them, but, uh, so that was fine. That, that that was okay with me. But, but you know, the, the next one, it almost got me throwing out because, like, uh, she saved him as well by grabbing him by the shirt and pulling him up, and then they got too close, looking at each other's eyes. Ah, oh, that was too romantic for I, me. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right and you know it always concerns the whole, as well. the whole thing is awkward i'm yeah, sorry no no totally uh cash he's looking at those uh big old windows can't he see the other campus what is wrong with him 
I mean, he has the the whole you know like plasma screen over there, so maybe that was impairing his vision or something. I'm not really sure. Maybe he's just blind. <laughs> maybe. Right. Um. Just myopic. Yeah, but they were hiding in the trees, so I guess that you could justify it. Oh, this sure. way. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, th- there was a, a bit forced as well. Man, we're just roasting. Is there anything positive in this episode? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Let me think. Oh, uh, what was uh, what what happened? What happened next? I I, I guess you uh, have some notes because I, I didn't yeah. make notes. I'm sorry. I was just I'm, I'm just relying on your <laughs> on your guidance. But I watched the episode today. It's just like I'm I'm having a complete you know like blank moment. Like what what happened next? Uh, it's alright. I mean, I watched that at four thirty in the morning. Hadn't I taken <laughs> notes? <laughs> I'd have forgotten everything already. No. Um, right after that, we have Cash and Darius going down the the lab, the underground lab. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's pretty rad. Now we can see the whole structure of Mantacorp. And then he's talking to the boss, and we already know who's the boss. So that's a, a bit more crude to know that the man. He just wants dinosaurs to fight. He's not even willing to listen to his employee. Yeah, that felt ridiculous. This whole, this whole—that's my favorite word, by the way. <laughs> I, I do, I do have to constrain myself not to say the word ridiculous in my videos because it. Uh, uh, in one of them, I put in a counter, and uh, I made fun of myself for how many times I've said that word. But uh, in this context, I really do think that it is because, like, is it that much of a thrill to see dinosaurs fight in in, in this world where dinosaurs exist? Would somebody actually? come and pay big money just to see two dinosaurs fight and see one of them die well you know if at least they had absolute control over the animal just like he suggested them to then i think it would be worth uh, much more of money because then you could do like a video game you know you'd have total control over the animal but just like have them fight doesn't seem too cool <laughs> It's it's not humane. I'm a pacifist. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't I never humane. I never make two dinosaurs fight. It's just like you know, I hate it when they fight. No, yeah, it's, that's uh, right. And I just sounded like a psychopath. They're, they're, they are gracious. Yeah, they are gracious, beautiful creatures. Like, why would you? I I want to I want to uh, imagine them living peacefully in harmony. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I know that in the past, like uh, in the prehistoric era, they would uh, they would fight, they would kill each other. And, you know, nature, yeah, nature sure. in its best. But, yeah, but it feels sadistic. It feels sadistic to me to uh, get someone to pay you money so that they can watch two dinosaurs fight to the death. Like, who would do that? Who would? <sighs> I, I don't know really because see, uh, I'm not much of a, a pacifist like you, but uh, I still love to see like the end of the lost world. You no know, dinosaurs just living their lives, and this is yeah. the end, right? This is what we want to yeah. see in the end of every movie. Then we have Fallen yeah. Kingdom, which was terrifying because that was not the end. Yeah, the, the Fallen Kingdom was like a prequel uh, to to Dominion. It it was just it, it felt like an intermission. When I when I look back at it, it felt like you know like the the thing 
that you need to connect the first movie to the third one. You need to have that thing in the middle. So let's just quickly put in everything into the plots that we can to <laughs> move it forward. Even though it's not a bad movie. I, mean, I, I, I like that movie. I have my, my problems with it. And uh, as I said last time, I, when I walked out of the theater, I was of the movie theater, I was like, oh my God, this is the best Jurassic movie and everything. Then I saw the reviews and then I was like, well, okay, they're actually right. <laughs> it didn't make sense at, at times. No, not so, whatsoever. Uh, but you know, at least we have some context now for the whole story, right? Uh, now we know yeah. who those men walked for, uh, the ones who got uh, those bones back on Isla Nubla. Then we see them back again in Camp Cretaceous. So at least uh, this story is a bit too contrived, but the, the dots are connected. You see? Yeah. Yeah. So there's that at least. But it feels to me like um, with, uh, for example, the Ceratosaurus, it uh, appeared in JP3 for few seconds just you know like very briefly very quickly and they put it in the camp cretaceous because they you know established that they brought some animals from isla sorna but we don't know anything about you know like what happened on isla sorna how were they able to acquire these animals how did they get there why were they still there and it feels to me like the creators of the series are just trying to uh, throw these animals from previous movies at you and be like, see, see, we, uh, we know that you want, the, want to see these animals again. So here you go. Let's, uh, here you have them without no logical <laughs> explanation behind it. It's, it's just like, you wanted to see this? Okay. Here you have it. But you know it's the worst part how. about it. Uh, of course, we want a bit more flaw, right? We want everything to be well connected and make sense in the end of the day. But this crazy method of theirs, it's been working for basically three decades already. So that's why they don't change. Of course, they could give us so much more law, like uh, Star Wars, you know, telling how those animals were created and what happened down there even though the whole operation was even illegal back in 2001, because Indian had been prohibited yeah. from like making any other new dinosaurs and they still did it. Yeah, so they, they could give us that. So yeah. But, you know, that would yeah. be just such a niche content. Yeah. Yeah. My, my new park, by the way, is based on the uh, third Jurassic movie. And this, the Spanish. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't want to interject like this, but I just dropped my, uh, a new video of, of this part two hours ago. So I'm really excited to, uh, to share it with anyone. It's called Jurassic Park 2001. And it's actually about uh, what if they, what if the incident that happened there that we don't know about, like we don't know much about, what if it didn't happen? And they opened the park on Isla Sorna with the Spinosaurus, and that's basically what the park is supposed to be. So I'm sorry for the <laughs> quick intermission. And let's go back. It was a, it was a <laughs> little again, so there you go. <laughs> oh, please go watch Tom's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, link in the description down below. Oh, uh, so uh, we now have then, um, what was that? Oh, yeah. So they tried to build some tension out of that next scene. Because then Cash could get um, could catch Darius 
And we all don't want that to happen, but we know that nothing will happen to him because nothing yeah. has ever happened to kids in this franchise. Yeah, they tried with Ben, but then they, you know, like kind of went back and they were like, nope. Yeah, I wish they had killed him. <laughs> all right, out, of context, out, out, of, out of context, it sounded bad, but yeah, they, they could have gone, they could have gone that route. But yeah, it's a, it's a, at the end of the day, again, we come to the conclusion that it's a kid's show, yeah. but then, then not make it a part of the lore, not make it canon. Don't or don't don't make it canon. But man, if like you're gonna uh, like, do characters like Cash. No child has ever been killed by this creature since what the second novel. Yeah, and then yeah. it simply stopped. And it's just uh, annoying how uh, all the all the adults get eaten by the T Rex and uh, all these other big carnivores but the kids always somehow escape in the last second because the carnivore slips or something and oh no yeah. old tour was so clutch yeah yeah it's it's it was just like i was when i was re-watching season one before season four dropped i was in awe with how many times they escaped the carnivores just by the carnivore slipping and falling Yeah. <laughs> it was so freaking clumsy. Yeah, it was also so clutch as well. You know, just in the very last second, they slip yeah. in the mandibles, and then Thor goes to the ground once again. Yeah. yeah oh boy. Uh, so the next thing here, we have Big Yidi just laying on the floor, and Darius removes the huge spike that Peace had well pieced it with. Um. I love that because that injected a little bit of gore because there was blood, you know, gushing all yeah. around in that scene. And then now Big Eddie is thankful for having that removed. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to make these animals realistic in the last movies and in the in, in this uh, in the series. That's what they are going for. Um, minus the feathers, but we're gonna have them in Dominion Eventually. and. Uh, They they want to. I actually kind of liked it. Like the the T Rex was, uh, very tired. The T Rex was just done, and uh, Darius actually relieved the T Rex from from its pain. So it, it it didn't have enough power to attack him to make a meal out of out of him, but uh, it feels like. I don't know, because animals can acknowledge, I think, I don't know, I'm not uh, <laughs> a, a, a specialist or a biologist or anything like that. <laughs> animals, I think that they can acknowledge when you help them, because when, when you relieve them of, of, of their pain. So uh, it's like, it. I guess the T-Rex could feel thankful. I don't know. For oh. me, it was it, it was more believable than the end of the Jurassic World movie, the, the first Jurassic World, where after defeating uh, the Indominus Rex, the Rex and Blue just look at each other and nod, like, "Good work." Now <laughs> I'll leave. Bye. It's just like, what? <laughs> it was nice working with you. Yeah, T Rex out. <laughs> Oh, no. No. And it didn't. It didn't make sense because in the first movie, you would you know like run from the T Rex. You, you know, like 
try to hide or, or something. And in Jurassic World, it's like T Rex, our greatest ally. You know, <laughs> it's uh... now look. Uh, I've seen videos of dolphins being rescued, and then afterwards they come and like nudge at you or go like, "So, yeah." Now I'm screaming because I'm thankful. So something like that. <laughs> But yeah. look, uh, this is a huge carnivore, and it is a reptile. It's not one of the brightest creatures on Earth. In season three, when we had the interrupted, no, where, where was that? Oh, the Scorpius Rex. Uh, remember the Sinoceratops from which Darius removed a spike as well? Mm -hmm. So that creature went berserk. It went for Darius, trying to kill him. Yeah, but I think that was justified by uh, the Sinoceratops having the toxin in it, right? Because it was it was it was intoxicated, so it was uh, it was agitated. So yeah, I guess that's why. But uh, we have seen we have seen the Oranosaurus attack the campers. So it's not like the herbivores are not portrayed as dangerous sometimes. So and you know I'd be alright if there were just uh, you know big eighty I don't know fourth of leap once again because now we're relieved from its pain. Uh, it's just a little disturbing for me. A bit unsettling that she goes like, ah, thank you. Now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and just, 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 just like the T-Rex in, 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 in the Jurassic world. A good work. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh boy. Now let's let's nod at each other and be like, yeah, okay. Right. Uh, but right after I don't, that, I don't, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm, why I'm speaking with such a, with, with such a deep voice for Rexy when uh, you know like Rexy is supposed to be a female, but who knows? Maybe uh, maybe female dinosaurs have a voice that's this deep. Yeah, I mean my aunt does. Why can't old Rex? Going to the next scene, we have the revelation of a Spinosaurus on the secret island. So and it's revealed Yay. out of a heat distortion. So how do you like that? I love that they brought the Spinosaurus back because it was about time. It was about damn time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know about Dominion. It doesn't seem like they are going to bring Spino back for Dominion, even though, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't think that they showed all the dinosaurs in the trailer. Hopefully. I, I, I hope that there's, there's some other surprises. Um, It's a good thing that they didn't spoil the movie for us. Good job on that. Uh, but uh, I would love to see the Spino again in the movie. But seeing it in Camp Cretaceous was also satisfying. I mean, it's a it's a Spinosaurus, and uh, we all we all well, <laughs> I would be lying if I said that we all love the Spinosaurus, because it's a very controversial figure in the Jurassic lore. Um, But as a, as, a, as a dinosaur, it's, it's completely fine. It just, you know, like some people still hold grudge against uh, the Spino for killing the T-Rex. But it wasn't the Spino's fault. It's just, you know. Just an animal. Just, yeah, he was, he, he was just looking for... I mean, uh, what, what, what angered people more on Jurassic Park 3 is not the fact that the Spino killed the T-Rex. It was just like how unceremonious it was. It was just like two blows and that was it. Just, yeah, you know, they, they, they barely fought and it was just like, snap, you're dead. 
know? you know, but but they all have to remember that that literally happened you know, because they tried to use the animatronics as much as possible. And the Spinosaurus animatronic broke the Rex animatronics. So it just comes to show that the spine was a tad stronger. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> Perhaps. I mean, those animals, they are not accurate. They were much, yeah. they are massive, much bigger than they really were like in real life. So you just expect them to be much stronger. Yeah. But whenever they, whenever they mention that something is bigger and I'm, I'm like, how can you see that it's bigger? You know, like I never know the differences. You know, like if it's if, if something is this enormous and this gigantic, you, you can't really tell the difference between the size of the T-Rex and the size no, of the Spinosaurus. No, no, no. Can you? I mean, it's, it's like and every single time, or even with the with the Giga and the Dominion trailer uh, trailer, when uh, Ian Malcolm goes like bigger, why do they always have to make it bigger? And I'm like. How do you know that it's bigger? It's it's all huge. It's, they're all huge. You know? Oh, there's a Tyrannosaurus beside it for comparison. Well, is the Tyrannosaurus beside <laughs> no. it? Like if, if, if they're not standing next to each other, I don't know which one is bigger. I don't know if it's just my problem. No, <laughs> I mean, it makes total sense. there's something wrong with me. It would make yeah. sense for uh, Claire to say that because... She literally got the measurement for the animals. She walked at the park. Yeah. But then you have Alan Grant back in 2001. It sounds bigger. How come? Yeah. It sounds bigger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was supposed to be so dramatic but because the camera comes closer and there's a bit of a, a suspenseful music when he says that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Just to yeah. quote you here, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, but anyway. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, uh, by <laughs> the, the way, we're going to add your, your voicing of Rexy over the new trailer. You know, just so we have her at the end of the trailer saying, good job. There you are. <laughs> Thank you for your cooperation. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, should, we, can, we can actually make a meme out of it, you know, like uh, at, at the, uh, put, to put in the scene from the end of the movie and, uh, and look, good job. <laughs> I'll be using that. I'll be actually be doing that addition by the end of the, the, the week. <laughs> now you know why I'll be awake by 4.30 next Saturday. That's <laughs> oh, well, I'm editing. I'm still editing video videos too because you know, I'm going skiing next weekend and I'm trying to make some, some videos in advance so that I can schedule them and stuff. So I've been... Oh my God, yesterday I was, I was editing... Oh, for 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 six hours then i did two more videos that were a little easier for another three hours and then i was like let me build some more parks <laughs> i i actually then got back to building because i was like let me actually enjoy myself <laughs> yeah. and, and do something so uh it's 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 an obsession at this point but uh then i know that i'll i'll, I'll go for a skiing trip and i'll just you know uh switch off for four days and yeah like, you gotta remember to have fun right? yeah yeah this is, this is uh, I'll, I'll be like total reset total relax you know yeah do go for it like, like me you know now i'm reading robinson crusoe just so i can have some fun at the end of the day you know early evening so that's what we gotta do well uh, i don't know if you watch these these uh series with subtitles because i watched it without subtitles the first time 
And then the second time I watched it for the recording of these episodes, I watched once more, then with subtitles, just because they are hilarious. I don't know if you ever enable them. I think that I, I do actually have them, or do, I, I don't, I can't remember. I watched it, <laughs> I watched it today, and I can't remember. That. But I usually do. It's just like, even though you understand English and you speak English and everything, you want to make sure that you don't miss a word. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Uh, so you have those, so you have those subtitles. But usually you just like don't really read them. They're just there. You no. Know? It's and you, you, you catch them with the corner of your eye. You're just like. But they're and what, so, what, what was so so funny. For what was very so funny in the, in the episode? <laughs> oh, so uh, you know that they call the Spinosaurus ASAT 87, right? Yeah. So when the Spinosaurus chases them and growls and roars, instead of something like, I don't know, raw, it was written... Ace had 87 roars, growls. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't the Spinosaurus. But my most favorite um, uh, subtitle mistake was the, mm, for the monolophosaurus, mono, mono ah, what are words? Monolophosaurus, the monolophosaurus, when uh, they put it in subtitles, it was something like monolophosaurus or something. It was, it was spelled incorrectly, incorrectly like M A T A something. And then people pointed pointed it out, and they actually fixed it. Whoa! Uh, so you know, the fans. <laughs> if that's massive for you. I guess you never read the original script for JP Four, right? Uh, I I didn't. I know that they were supposed to be human dinosaur hybrids, and I'm really. Glad that we never got that because that would be just next level ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I found <laughs> the original the original script behind a paywall. So if anyone in the community wants to surf with me and read through the whole uh, script, please let me know and I can send you a copy. <laughs> so you, so you don't have to pay for it. God. All right. Well, but then Ace at eighty seven, it it's big kitty. That was so damn nice. It was nice, but it was a shame. I was just like, poor smile, Don. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. One and two be friends, right? But we, 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 have, we had already seen him before in, in uh, episode two, I think. So it was just like, okay. It's just that we're just so used to have dinosaurs, including creatures that were supposed to be villains, saving everyone. In yeah. The universe, right? Me. Yeah, it felt like it felt so Deus ex machina again. Like mm. now, it wasn't expected to me. I don't know if you could foresee that happening, but I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, if it's if it's unexpected, it 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 saves the scene. It's a saving grace, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> it was uh, wow, incredible that the Spinosaurus would know exactly that it would be there. You know, that precise second. Yeah. But then again. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's a good show. <laughs> that's, that's the answer. Yeah. That's the answer to everything. <laughs> yes. oh, we always go back to it full circle. Well, then we have a, a bit of a character beautiful cash that we learn how much of an underdog he is and just how pissed he is because of that. Do you like this character any better than you did before? Um, it Cash is just so annoying. I mean... I, I hate that character. It's such a badly, poorly written character that, I mean, the whole, you know, like ang angry tantrum that he, that he threw after the phone call, I was like, 
get a grip, man. Like, <laughs> hold of yourself somewhere. Yeah, get a hold of yourself. Go, go have some tea or something, some chamomile tea to calm your nerves. Don't be such a douchebag. I mean, mm. we've had like some pretty bad villains before. We've had Eli Mills. It was so cartoonish, right? We had yeah. Wheatley, the hunter that, well, even his accent was cartoonish. That was not natural. Yeah, yeah. And the, the one that was actually um, curating the auction, the oh. short one, I don't, know what the, well, I don't know what his name was. That, that, that felt like a character from Looney Tunes. And... <laughs> They even actually make fun of this in the Honest trailer for... Uh, do, do, you, do you know Honest trailers? Yeah, I actually do, yeah, but they, I didn't they, watch they, that one for Fallen Kingdom. Uh, for, for Fallen Kingdom, they, they, they say that uh, it turned into Looney Tunes or something, and then they add the sounds from Looney Tunes uh, when the Indoraptor <laughs> is smiling and the Stinky Moloch is like running around and uh, people are flying. It's just like... Phew, phew, you know? <laughs> But yeah, that, that's that's exactly what it felt like. What the scene felt like. So, uh, oh, it did. I don't know. I don't know who's who's worse, Eli Mills or Cash. Oh, Cash. oh well, so you it's, know. it's still it still has to be Cash. And you see, like we've had some good characters, some good villains, even in the the new trilogy. Because of course, I'm an OG fan, so I love Nadri and uh, John Hammond's nephew. What was his name again? Uh, oh, Peter Ludlow. Uh, Ludlow, Ludlow, yeah. Peter Ludlow. There you go. There you go. Uh, did we have any villain for JP3? No, right? Spano no, was the villain. No, it's a, it's a, that's a, uh, that's that's what people dislike about JP3. It's basically a monster movie, running or running from the dinosaurs, and the only villain is the Spinosaurus. Oh, but there's no excuse. That's... We have villains in good um, creature movie like Anaconda. They have villains in that movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I rewatched Anaconda like two years ago, I guess. When they when they added the Titanoboa to Jurassic World Alive, all right, like so. all about all about snakes. So I was like, let's watch Anaconda, and then I found out that the movie didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, the uh, the rubber snake that they used. Uh, I don't know what was worse, if the rubber, rubber snake was, uh, well, the snake head was worse, or the CGI. It just, like, both were equally bad. But, yeah, it's an old movie, so you, you have to expect oh, that. But you so. notice the saddest part, that was the best-looking movie, because every other entry after that has even worse yeah. CGI. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that the I thought that the second one was was better, and then I rewatched it after the first one, and I was like, "What the hell am I watching?" Like those 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 snakes were no 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 no. And I'm I'm not even I'm I don't even count the third and fourth one fourth entries as canon to that series because it it was it felt like it didn't even feel like a B movie. It was just like a C movie. I, I watched a few minutes of it and then I saw the snake and, uh, and the whole plot. Like, like why? why? Well, you guys never watched Piranaconda as well, right? Uh, no, let's, 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 uh, I, I won't, I won't do that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. That's why I'm dead inside. Come Cretaceous. Uh, I guess we're just finishing the episode, so let's go back to it. Because Brandon is coming for Darius. He's coming to save him. 
because that's what heroes do. So yeah. I had even forgotten the name of the Blake. So it's great that we have him back, I guess. Um, how are we getting him back into the whole thing without making this look confused? I think that uh, there are rumors that season five should uh, include Dave and Roxy from season one. They were the only people who knew that the children were still on the island. However, if, uh, you know, if they, if uh, Darius's brother somehow contacts him and uh, they start searching for the kids, they will search for them you know, on Isla Nublar. Nobody even knows that the Manticore Island exists. So oh. I'm really curious. I'm really curious about how they will incorporate it. Because it's like, at this point, um, from what we have heard and what we kind of know is that uh, Darius's brother will find Dave and Roxy and they together will somehow try to find the kids. Uh, but I'm really curious about how they how they do it how how do they get there to the get them to the manticore island sure oh well you know that's actually confirmed i gotta tell you that um spoiler warning i guess um <laughs> so i saw that on instagram that the, the voice for dave actually posted a picture yeah. right of his headphones on the microphone and he said well that was the last one yeah yeah that's that's what i was referring to yeah, basically. So, so we have confirmation for that. You see, all Thomas here is an expert on everything in Camp Cretaceous. So, boy, knows things. Well, that was the last scene. <laughs> so, what is the overall vision for this uh, episode? Um, forgettable. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, because it's uh, exactly. I saw the. I rewatched the episode like eight hours ago, and at the beginning of this recording. I already forgot what it was about. Like, it felt redundant. It felt like the the, the fight with uh, the T-Rex and Kentrosaurus was dragging. But at least we got the Spino back. I mean, we got to look, look on the bright side. Spinosaurus was the only thing that I remembered without my notes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just... Uh, and then there, there was this thing that we didn't mention with the, with the chips... I think that uh, they wanted to chip the the dinosaurs, the animals, which I also didn't like that much. I mean, I guess in a sense, in a way, you can program a chip and put it into their head and make them you know like hear these sounds according to you know like what they're supposed. To. It's it's uh, pretty believable that uh, the the doctor that would that was studying the animals that she would. Uh, record yeah, the animal. Me, she's and then, also pretty forgettable, right? <laughs> yeah, that she. Uh, but it's 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 kind of plausible that she would kind of figure out like what sounds they make when they feel a certain way. Yeah. But that's that's as far as you can go with it because then if you inject a chip into a, a, into the dinosaur's brain, you cannot really control it. You can only tell. The dinosaur how to feel but you cannot be like you know what what they did with the with the young brachiosaurus later on you cannot be like stop stand and the dinosaur is like standing there well i guess we know what to say right kill show but yeah the episode was just like came and went could no, have been, noticed <laughs> could, could have been a cutaway scene <laughs> no yeah of course 
Ah, it's yeah. a, it's the it's it's the equivalent of this could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the TV show equivalent of that. Exactly, and we were just so thrilled for having eleven episodes this season. That's what we got, right? Yeah, and I was bored halfway through it. Like I really, I really was. Yeah, I mean, and we it, could have had like this whole season in eight episodes, just like before. They just yeah, did exactly. this to get a thrill. Yeah, it felt at, at times it felt excruciating to watch because it was dragging. It was really dragging. The whole season was. was yeah, I usually like it when the things that I like are longer and you can enjoy it more, and you get more dinosaur scenes and yada yada yada. But uh, in this one, there there were so many issues that you just like couldn't enjoy it fully. Yeah, that much. Oh man! Now, yeah, so Jurassic fans, issues. we're not meaning to be negative here. Right, we'd love yeah. to be praising things to this series. We simply can't. Yeah, yeah. A again, I would like to say, as I said last time, um, I respect the writers and I appreciate their work. I appreciate the creators, and I appreciate that we even have something like this. And I'm still waiting for my live-action prequel series <laughs> to come one day. Oh yeah, I'd love to see that as well. Oh, anyways. So thanks again. Thanks again for having me here, Campus. And now uh, we'll be seeing you on the next episode of Camp Cretaceous. Now you, Tom, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Jurassic Tom and also on Instagram at Jurassic Tom. On Instagram, I post uh, pictures of uh, my parks that I usually showcase in my videos on YouTube. I do park tours. I do tutorials on the... Uh, I should actually mention what it is. It's the Jurassic World Evolution 2, uh, a game that we all in the community love and we all should play. If you love dinosaurs, you just have to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, there you I are. don't know if you're. I don't know if you're into that. I'm not a gamer myself, but I'm a dino nerd, so that's why I'm, I'm in this whole thing. <laughs> no, you see, I'm the perfect guest because uh, I love to see other people working on it and then watching them, see? So that's what yeah. I, I am, I am a guest. And then uh, I, I, <laughs> you know, I enjoy be, playing like a young Mark and going like, ah, that's gonna fail, ah, aha, uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Thanks y'all once again, okay. go, check it, you know, go check Thomas channel on YouTube. We'll be seeing y'all, so keep going for the skull. Thank you for having me, bye-bye. <laughs> Stay alive.